2: Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program?
4: The Tony Bruno Show.
5: The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't
4: invent
3: radio, he just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry Nade. Parental discretion
6: is advised the godfather of sports radio it is a final here is tony bruno tony bruno Beautiful. hello there kids we are all hunkering down with the miami marlins here in philadelphia making sure they don't go out and spread the rona in our city harry mays it is a what up wednesday believe it or not already can you believe that, huh?
5: Uh, yeah, I actually can. I think this week is kind of going a little slow. I,
6: I agree entirely. Can we speed it up? Yes, I'd love to speed <laughs> it up. I'd love to go from Monday to Friday. I'd like to go to, like, from today to September. Well,
5: that would be even better. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, I'm with you. you. We just bypass August altogether. I totally
6: agree. It's too hot anyway, and it's the humidity. It's That's an overrated get... month. Yeah, really yeah, it is. is. It is exactly.
5: Especially now with the NBA playoffs and <laughs> the NHL <laughs> Stanley
6: Cup playoffs, and they're all going to
5: be you know, canceled anyway. Uh, exactly heard right.
4: Lovely, happy writers out there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right.
5: Hundreds of COVID tests pot turning positive for the NFL players. When? Oh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Oh yeah, I was talking about some a yeah, doctor what scientist, doctor football writer. Put out a tweet today uh, that I not saw. News. Not he, Peter King. No, he will remain nameless. But here's the tweet: Keep an eye on the NFL COVID numbers over the next couple of days, kids. Now that vets have reported, oh, they're oh going man. to oh. be high. Oh, oh no.
6: what, a, what a tweet, man! High? Yes. What you mean low key faded? <laughs> high? Right. But ladies and gentlemen, once again, now, sports writers turn doctors. Well,
5: that that too. That's part of it. But the other part is. Doesn't that sound like they're almost saying, like, rooting for it? Sadly, yes, even though he wasn't rooting for no, it. No, I know, but it's sa- it, it, it it comes across that exactly.
6: way. Exactly. That's the point. And then these writers and media people get upset. Listen, I'm not here cheerleading. I'm not a cheerleader. I wait for the facts to come in. We now know this, and we're going to be joined. In, you talk about ground zero. Mm. Actually, Philly is ground zero. Yeah, it is, especially Marlins, for baseball. Because the who spread the Rona... And the Phillies, who, by the way, have now gone two consecutive days without any positive test now won't be able to play till Saturday.
5: Right. Abundance of caution, Tom.
6: Abundance.
5: Yes, more Abundance, tests. as we right. used
6: to say when we would get the big spread around, <laughs> you know, around Christmas. Right. they bring out all the breads and the foods and the cannolis. Yes. And then the pasta dish would come was out. Was
5: this the seven fishes The or seven fishes yeah. at Christmas Eve, which yeah. I think
6: will be canceled this year. Right. I think the fishes are going to be put in quarantine when we find out that they uh, messed around with some other fishes who had the rona and some other deadly diseases in the sea. Mine
5: was uh, the Feast of Lima's Lasagna and the seven vodkas. Oh, you remember, oh, you remember yes, that, it's Seven
6: That's, so that's, that that's going to replace Columbus Day as a yes, national holiday. Yes, it is, holiday. exactly.
5: <laughs> Although I went by the statue, it's still there in the box.
6: The Columbus, I thought they Well, took the it box down? is still there. What's in the box, Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, what's in the box? And we got false information from Pat Canine once again. Yes. I went
5: by today, and the, the crate is still there, and there's still a police... Uh, uh, vehicle Pat there
1: Janine, I hate to again. do it to the
6: guy this yeah. guy is he's not a journalist no stick no. to engineering exactly yes. right leave the journalism to us here <laughs> and leave the driving to Ryan Rossi wearing his uh, Detroit Pistons number 33 throwback uh, Grand Hill uh, the Grant great Grand Hill from where yeah. Duke University yes That's right.
5: and Oxon Hill Maryland I believe but those were those were those jerseys that I just hated. Oh, oh you they're so, they were just they weren't the right colors. They number look like one. NASCAR colors. This
4: is actually the alternate, so this wasn't their typical colors back in the day. Oh yeah. What yes? does the horse have the, to do they with had pistons. the light? green. I don't know. I think man. What does the Lakers have to do with Lord horsepower, horsepower?
6: But
3: yeah,
1: pistons
6: are sense. you know, <laughs> the piston engines go mm, mm and the Mazda goes, mm, <laughs> Remember when the Mazda had the different <laughs> engine <laughs> And the and the cow
4: goes and the cow goes
6: Anyway, whats the hell's happening with this show? We're underway. It is It is a one-up Wednesday: What up. We have Greg Cody coming on from Miami. Yes. Well, Miami is the epicenter of all things bad in sports. It's interesting that the Marlins still have not left Philly. I wonder if they left their hotel that they're stuck in.:
5: I have no idea. What are they
6: doing to the rooms if they're in a hotel room? Right, and they're are they still at the here. Ritz? Is that what? That's they, what I heard, but we, I don't want to go. Yeah. Uns, I, I don't want people going to the Ritz to try to hook up with the uh, no, Miami no. Marlins. We don't want any more Rona no. spread in this town. Then the mayor and the governor will shut us down even more. Right, and you, then the Miami Marlins, who are responsible for screwing up baseball for a week, are going to screw up everybody else in Philly. Mm-hmm. They may go to that homeless encampment on the Parkway and spread the Rona there. <laughs> And then the entire parkway will be closed, and Harry won't be able to go home later on. I,
5: I think they'll catch something else up there. Well, you got yeah, all kinds yeah. of stuff. You
6: got They have a menu there when you pull oh, up. Oh, is that right? Yeah, would you like a Rona? Would you like a uh, Typhoid?
5: Ten thirty-four for Typhoid. Yeah, we
6: got a special we're going on tonight. Hepatitis C. Hepatitis C and Typhoid. <laughs> a two-for-one Friday night happy hour right. special. Yes, but only from five to five thirty to seven o'clock, Harry.
4: I know what they could be doing in their rooms. There's actually an update on DoorDash delivery services. Really? Magic City is now delivering out of state no. into, Philadelphia. into Philadelphia. They can provide whatever you
6: Are need. Are you serious? <laughs> oh man, I wish
5: that was true. We too. should order something. Nah, for the wants show? It, I, I
6: want to go there. I don't want well. them delivering it to me. <laughs> I want to go and ex- I want to get the full. Yeah. I want to get the full. I want
5: to get wings and coronavirus. And
6: coronavirus and a corona maybe yeah. Tony,
5: I'll
1: have a special. Is Magic City the location that my son and Luigi were trying to get no, into? No, no, that
6: was a different. place. Okay. It's a cheetah. No, no, this was an old school like a house. It's like the oldest strip club in Atlanta. Oh. And it's a house at night that's actually a bar. Sounds like a bordello to me. No, it's not a bordello. (laughs) And it's tough to get into. And all the celebrities would go there. So Uh it's not your typical glitzy strip club. They had a
1: Super Bowl party there. That's how popular it is. And it's sort of like quirky, but it's a strip club. It's an Mm -hmm. old school. It's like the
6: oldest strip club. And it's like a mansion. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's a bar, restaurant, and it's a strip club. It's got everything you want. You know, you get all the quality stuff in there. But anyway, we got baseball to talk about, Harry. And how about the Astros 2020 shame tour underway last night in Minute Maid Park? Did you watch any of that? Well, oh yeah, Earth?
5: I saw the uh, you know, Joe Kelly just totally
6: losing control of himself, which now, is, is not inter- uncommon. Now, we have the tape, Rob. We pulled the tape yeah. out earlier. So last night, if you weren't watching baseball, this is the first time the Dodgers faced the Houston Astros in their ballpark in Minute Maid Park since the 2017 season where the Dodgers felt that they were screwed out of winning the division and a chance at the World Series, right? Right. And so the Dodgers go back in, and last night, they fell behind, and then they took a 5-2 lead in the game. So the Dodgers up on the hometown Astros, weird f- vibe, nobody in the seats, right? Mm-hmm. So you would think the intensity level would be low. Apparently before the game, there wasn't a lot of jab- jabbering going on. Right,
5: just cardboard cutouts. Card. Not even yeah.
6: cardboard cutouts behind home plate.
5: No, but they were somewhere else in the
6: stadium. doesn't make a- any sense. Yeah, How can you have empty cardboard, no cardboard behind the home plate? I know, so anyway, bottom of the fifth, it's 5-2. Joe Kelly on the mound. By the way, Joe Kelly. The Dodge Dodgers leading. up 5-2. Yeah. to two. Joe Kelly on the mound, who, by the way, was with the Red Sox oh. when they won that World Series. He was Series.
5: instrumental in that, in that run to the World Series. Absolutely. He was really and good. And now
6: here he is with the Dodgers, and he's pissed off at the Astros, too. Right. Because the Red Sox <laughs> lost to the same Astro team that was accused of cheating. And then, by the way, the Red Sox hired the guy who was part of the cheating, who then got fired as the, the manager. manager. yeah. So try to keep track here. Cora. So, bottom of the fifth, it's 5-2. This is not the tape I want you to play it. So, in this, in, the, in this first scene, Joe Kelly throws a 3-0 pitch behind Alex Bregman. <laughs> Bregman. And it goes way up above behind his head. Right. And Bregman doesn't even flinch. His dir- uniform's already dirty. Right. And Bregman just goes to first base. No yabbering, no no pointing at guys. And then, go to the next inning, bottom of the sixth. Joe Kelly still on the mound with the glasses. And then he gets Carlos Correa, who's already torn the cover off the ball in the ball game with a couple of hits. And he strikes him out on a low pitch. Mm-hmm. And then this is what happens. So here's the pitch to Carlos Correa, bottom of the sixth, 5-2 Dodgers. Let's go to the tape.
4: Um, that's just what he did. And he got a swing and a miss from Correa to get out of the inning. Oh, Joe. Joe Kelly strutting his way off after an... Interesting inning.
6: And he keeps yapping, walking to the dugout. Kelly's still yapping at Correa in the entire dugout. So you think the inning's over, right? The half inning's over? Mm-hmm. But no, not so fast, my friends. So Kelly keeps talking. Correa then comes out. Both bullpens empty out, Harry. Yes. Everybody runs out. Not a All lot right, of I masks being warm, either. Listen to this now. And
4: we'll... Do our best to maintain social distancing while still sending a message. Both <laughs> <laughs>
6: sides. Uh huh. So everybody's out on the field, and um, now, of course, we can't that's fight. It's and and he he unbelievable. So shut it miss- down right there, Robin. How about that? Uh, and then Joe Kelly. So our buddy Tim Kates out there, who does the Dodgers broadcast part of their post-game show, he writes. He, he posts this morning that everybody in LA is posting about it, and all the Houston Astros haters all over the country. Now, Joe Kelly is their hero. Right. right. Joe Car- Kelly is the first guy that had the cojones in 2020 to face the Dodgers in live action. And he, re- he buzzed the tower with Bregman. And then he didn't even hit Correa. He no. struck him out. Struck
5: him out. But what a way to galvanize yourself with your new teammates. Exactly. You know what I'm right? saying? I mean, <laughs> and there's
6: already a T-shirt. Oh, I Did I you saw know that. this, Harry? Yes, I there's saw this. There's already a T-shirt. See, that's why we're way behind the curve on T-shirts. Because we're trying to flatten the curve, mm-hmm. and so the DA, somebody at, at some website put up because what he said. Do you know what Joe Kelly supposedly said to 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 Correa? And I have to pull up the tweet. There's a picture of the T-shirt, and it says, "Nice swing, bitch." Yeah, <laughs> and it's a picture. It's a, it's a two, a pair of glasses like Joe Kelly mm-hmm. with his eyes, and then it says, "Nice swing." in the glass lenses, and then bitch right under it. Right. And that's a hot seller today, oh, Harry. I'm sure <laughs> nice it is. Nice swing.
7: <laughs> they're
5: going to they're gonna sell out
6: is, is my prediction. <laughs> you can't waste time in the T-shirt business, Harry. No. And the interesting thing is that Joe Kelly, after the game, said that, you know, he's been a little wild. You know, he's been trying to get himself in shape. He's not really ready. He wasn't throwing at the guys. And then Dusty <laughs> Baker, who's the manager of the Astros now, said, there's no doubt. <laughs> There's no doubt that he was throwing at
5: him. Well, there might have been a pitch or two, but you, but with him though, you you do never know because he can get wild like that. And we have the but, tape.
6: Remember, he's the guy at home that was. Remember, he was working out in his backyard.
5: Yeah, he broke a window and he broke or something. He broke a window because he? he had yeah. a
6: target and he missed it, and he broke a window in his own house. And the
5: target was pretty big.
6: Yeah, if I remember, Doctor Fauci thought it was a good pitch, <laughs> but for Joe Kelly, who's a major exactly. leaguer, I mean, he didn't hit the target, Harry, but he wasn't that far. He went a little far right. And then he breaks a window in his own house in the off season. We
5: need to see Silk Bra relaxing <laughs> by his pool, you know, taking that T-shirt,
6: <laughs> nice swing, bra, biatch. <laughs> it's a great shirt. It really is. I need to get one of those shirts
1: now. Um, apparently, <laughs> I don't know if this is. Uh,
6: That's really the what actual I said. video,
1: right? But the but Joe Kelly said he did not throw at the Astros on purpose. My accuracy isn't the best, he said, referencing the window he broke at his house. Yeah, head. and
6: then we showed the video, and the video is funny. Post that video again, Robin. Pull it up there. This is when he was at home. So he had this big net set up in his backyard. and it's typical. a I don't Cal- have the
1: whole video. This is just a photograph. Okay, okay. Yeah, but we'll you keep it, the it idea. up there.
5: It's just a still shot. So
6: he had this big net, and then he had a, a bullseye. Mm-hmm. And so he's out in his backyard by himself, <laughs> and it's one of those nets that you throw it in and it comes back. And so as he's warming up and he's got a camera behind him, he misses the target, and it goes wide right, sort of like uh, what's-his-face-in-Buffalo at the Super Bowl. Scott Norwood. Scott Norwood yeah. and it breaks a window on his own house. Yeah. And so he went back to that last night and said, hey, you know, i got a tendency to get a little wild. But there's no way he didn't throw at Bregman. I mean, you don't right. throw a ball four behind the guy's head. And that was a, that was a fastball, too. That's 96 yeah, miles yeah, yeah. an hour, baby. That was heat. He
4: was 3-0. He's like, you know, I'm going to let this one right, loose. Right, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, right.
6: And by the way, there were two men on base in a 5-2 ball game. Right. And yeah. now, so the, his defense is, why would he want to load the bases? Mm-hmm. You know, why would he try to keep putting guys on? Well, he was down 3-0, so that's why you put him on. He could have just said, go to first base and right. not have to throw a pitch. Because you're allowed to do that now, right? Yes. Yes. So yeah. he buzzed the tower. And he put himself in a bad spot. Luckily, he got out of that, and then he struck out Korea in the next inning. Korea won, what is his three three-run ball game? Because you know the Astros, whether you hate them or not, they can still mash oh, the they, baseball. They
5: can rake man.
6: absolutely. So yeah, interesting night last night in baseball. It's about time we got the benches emptying, Harry. And
5: they're going to have to rake even more because Verlander he could be down for a while. Exactly. You and know the Dodgers. You know whose
4: voice you have to say that T-shirt in? What, what? Jesse Pinkman. Oh, yes.
1: Yes.
5: From Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, 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 I love that.
6: <laughs> I don't think you said nice swing, bitch, though, when he was no, cooking. No, but uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> bitch is his word, man. Damn right. Bitch is the word. I thought uh, grease was the word. Bitch is the new word. Well, oh, that's
0: man. old school,
1: Tony. I know,
6: I know. Meanwhile, yeah, Ray Finkel was wide right, too, in the great movie. Featuring the Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles, Harry. Ace of Ventura. Great knowledge. We're coming back. Greg Cody down in Miami, the epicenter. He's going to join us next, so stick around. We're getting started on a What Up Wednesday. What Up. The
3: Tony Bruno Bruno Show. Show.
6: So we found out that white bros in the bubble are doing the beer shotgunning. J.J. Reddick and some guy named... uh, Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard. I thought that was an electronics store in Indiana. (laughs) Go to Myers Leonard today and get yourself a brand new 75-inch plasma. 50% off on VCRs. (laughs) Harry, it's it. Myers Leonard. His prices are insane.
3: Catch new episodes of the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the SiriusXM app.
0: When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you
6: have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your Fire! Beautiful. And I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com shop to purchase and for more information.
7: This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right doing the job safe and doing the job on time because while we might be experts in our field we're also your friends and neighbors ibew the power professionals in your neighborhood
8: i can't get my computer to work let me help you with that how'd you do that i just got techie with geeks on site our geeks literally come on site You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call
6: 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211 and on the Sirius XM app.
1: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
6: It is America's show since the Cowboys can declare themselves America's team, Harry, we can declare this show America's show now. I don't think anybody's claimed that yet, have they? Uh, not to my knowledge. Even Dan Lebatard, a good friend, right. longtime friend, even he can't call himself America's show, especially this time when Miami is the epicenter of all that's wrong in sports. Their Marlins have come to Philadelphia, have infected the entire city of Philadelphia, which is already suffering enough, and they're still here, while Greg Cody or depending upon whether he's a hockey guy or a baseball guy, Greg Cote joins us from Miami. Now you hear him on the Levitard Show, columnist at the Miami Herald. And uh, he's, uh, he was out in the yard working today between shows, and he joins us right now on the Zoom call. How are you, Greg? I'm doing well, Tony. How are you? Not as good as you. Now, first of all, Harry and I both deemed yesterday that if there's any, and we hate to play the blame game, but is there any way, in any way shape, or form that we cannot, as a nation, blame the Miami Marlins for their irresponsible actions in Atlanta, presumably, to get the Rona, bring it to Philly, and then destroy all of the Eastern Division playoffs in the American and National League and possibly ruin the rest of the baseball season.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, they, they have broad shoulders. They can take it. I think if you're looking to lay blame, uh, you'll find a pretty obvious target because it's true that um, – a couple of guys ran uh, afoul of the protocols and um, did something they shouldn't have apparently in Atlanta and, uh, and basically infected half of their team. So it's, it's been a huge embarrassment um, for the Marlins and, and obviously a nightmare for MLB. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely at the epicenter of it down here.
5: Well, Greg, do the sports fans of South Florida care whether the Marlins play any more games this season? Um,
7: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the jokes have gone around that when they play before in an empty stadium, it won't look much different. I mean, that's a, that's a low, low-hanging fruit for a joke, but it probably applies. You know, it's true. Uh, in, in a column I wrote, I, I mentioned that this is, if, if this had happened to a marquee team, imagine if it had happened to the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Red Sox. It would be more scandalous and a bigger story. The fact that it happened to the under-radar Marlins is probably good for MLB, if anything, although nothing is good about this situation because it really it puts the whole season on, on some sort of alert if I'm Rob Manfred.
6: Now, Greg, obviously people are knocking baseball because they're not in a bubble. I don't know how they could have done a bubble, but perhaps they could. They were too busy. Wasting month after month after month with open negotiations and telling each side how many games they were going to play. And it became a joke for a couple of months. And so I think it's fair to criticize Rob Manfred. In fact, NBA, Adam Silver's getting a lot of love because the NBA has done it right and they're not getting any test results that are positive. Hockey's not getting any positive results as they're up in Canada now. Soccer. And soccer's not getting any positive results in recent testing so baseball obviously is at risk but so is football and now i'm re-seeing re- columnists already saying oh you know the players are going to start going the guys are just opting out players are going to start reporting and where do you see those numbers explode are you one of those guys who are saying where do you see these numbers explode before we
7: see the numbers explode uh well i'd, I'd like to sort of wait and see but the signs are the, the ominous signs are there i mean The last time I counted the number of NFL opt-outs, it was already uh, at 25, including six from the Patriots. So um, it's happening. You know, the Dolphins haven't had any yet, at least as of earlier today, but I think 17 teams have already had guys opt out. And and you're entirely right. Baseball and football are the two sports that are the most in danger, you know, and and Manfred, I have to give him this much credit. He did uh, at least investigate that bubble idea in the Phoenix area. But they just didn't get it right, and and um, the travel, the the airplanes and the hotels and the different stadiums—that's what's really um, putting baseball at risk, and we'll do the same for football.
5: Now we had seen some uh, tweets coming out yesterday late in the day uh, that uh, Bob Nightingale, I think, was on a radio show in Pittsburgh and said that he had heard uh, that the Marlins, you know, left the hotel in Atlanta and went out somewhere, and that's presumably where they contracted. Uh, the COVID. Is there any more intelligence on that as to where they went or, you know, exactly who went, you know, how many guys went out and where'd they go?
7: Yeah, I don't know who went, uh, but I do know it, it was, uh, you know, we've reported that it was a small number. It wasn't like a, a half the team marauding over Atlanta. It, I think it was two or three guys, frankly. And, um, you know, it's a young team, not that that's an excuse, but they just didn't follow the protocols and. You know don mattingly the manager said it very well he said we went <clears throat> through all of spring training in jupiter uh spring 2.0 and without any problem whatsoever but once we went on the road that's when it got scary and and obviously it's because these leagues can put it in as much health and safety protocol as they want but if anybody goes astray whether it's lou williams in a strip club or two or three miami marlins in atlanta yeah, uh, where the strip club always was, also was coincidentally. <laughs> then that's where you get in trouble. If they had gone to Magic City like Lou
6: Williams, none of this would have happened, Greg. And then the Phillies wouldn't have had their season destroyed. And by the way, their season gets destroyed every time they play the Miami Marlins
7: because they can't beat this stinking team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and now the Marlins delayed um, season opener. Twice delayed season opener is supposed to be this coming Tuesday. Uh, although that you have to put a a, a big asterisk. Uh, on at this point, because I believe it when I see it. And the
6: same situation happening with the Phillies now. Even though they have tested uh, negative consecutive days, they're supposed to play the Blue Jays for a series starting on Friday night here in Philly. And now that's been moved to Saturday as a doubleheader on Saturday and then a single game on Sunday. So the doubleheader is already stacking up for the Phillies. And the Phillies are going to have doubleheaders and the Orioles and the Yankees. And obviously the Marlins are going to have a ton of games to make up. How are they going to get these games in? And how are they going to actually have all teams playing close to 60 games to make it equitable when it's all said and done.
7: Yeah, you're right. Uh, that's Rob Manfred's headache and whoever runs his scheduling because the Marlins have already missed seven games. And, and the idea that they may, may, may miss more than seven or have more than seven postponed to me is, is very possible, you know, because they, I don't know, they had another guy test positive. Uh, um, so the numbers now at 16 players and two coaches last I heard, although that could have changed and gone North uh, since I last heard. So, you know, it's it's once you have a, a virus like this within you, it's tough to get rid of it as a team. You know, that's the problem with playing team sports, and it's going to be exaggerated in football because you have a larger team, a larger coaching staff, uh, and you're playing a contract sport that knows wants nothing to do with social distancing. Well, how bad is the
5: situation down where you live? Because we get, you know watch the news. We get reports that, you know, it's a hot spot or it's exploding and all this stuff. I've got relatives in in the Palm Beach area that say it's pretty bad. What is your perspective of how bad things are down there?
7: Yeah, the the South Florida area, which is Miami, uh, Miami Miami-Dade County, and just to the north, Broward County, which is the Fort Lauderdale area closer to where I live. uh, It's very bad. You know, we're we're under strict rules down here, face masks uh, everywhere in public, um, just today, Broward County has set a, a county record for most uh, deaths in a single day. I think we had 216. Uh, the county is routinely over 10,000 test positives per day. So uh, we're still in the middle of it. And that's what you know amplifies the scariness for teams like the Marlins and Dolphins that play down here. Now, speaking of the Dolphins, we're
6: talking with Greg Cody down there at the Miami Herald on the Dan Lebatard show. and He's pretty much a multimedia star. He even has time to do some yard work yeah. during the day. He's, He's got his out. own
5: The Greg Cody Show, too, uh, according to this, on every Monday on Instagram, 7 a.m.
7: you have any Instagram yes, models it, coming in? Uh, wherever you do your potting, as we say. <laughs> so
6: you're on Instagram now. Do you have any IG models coming in, you know, auditioning so that they can go to the bubble in Orlando and see <laughs> if there's any takers and they can slip into the rooms <laughs> of some of the NBA stars like
7: your Miami Heat guys? no no we uh we 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 keep the podcast to um the the outlets like apple and spotify we don't do too much um on instagram uh, other than um you know sound bites from the podcast to promote it Greg cody
6: now greg you mentioned uh the dolphins and today brian flores the head coach had a get together with the media a virtual one a zoom session and he was talking about you know the quarterback tour is going to be full go now competing in camp and he also said hey, listen I told my guys, you got to go out and be careful out there. No strip clubs, you know, be careful going into bars. And so, you know, we always hear that. We hear our governors and senators and everybody saying, stay inside, don't go outside, flatten the curve. How likely will they be? And, and Brian Flores is one of the great young coaches, and I know the players respect him as a young guy. Are there going to be players that are going to say, yeah, coach, exactly what you say, or are there going to be guys who are just going to do their thing and not think it's going
7: to affect them? I think the odds are likely that that it's going to be the the latter, unfortunately, you know, you're talking about 60 guys, uh, 60 or 70, however many are in camp right now. And all it takes is one or two, you know, that's the, that's the scary thing here. And I had uh, the the Marlins captain Miguel Rojas on on the podcast just last week before the, the, the nightmare started with the Marlins. And he was talking about how proud he was of his team. He thought everybody was going to follow the protocols and put their families first. And, the line and, uh, and, you know, they all didn't, uh, a couple of them didn't and now um, Rojas himself is one of the players who's tested positive. So um, as far as the Dolphins go, I'd be scared if I were Brian Flores. I'm, I, I admire him as well, think a lot of them um, and I think he runs a tight ship, but uh, out of 60 or 70 players, if you're going to have a couple do what a couple of Marlins did in Atlanta, then that starts the fire.
5: Now, Greg, I know, you know, you cover sports, you love sports, and you're, you're hopeful that all this stuff, you know, continues and these things play out, and we do play football in the fall. But where is your gut right now, if I had to ask you, about the NFL? And, of course, college football is huge down in the southeast as well. What, what are your thoughts on that actually coming to fruition this year?
7: Um, I think I'm more concerned about college football happening. We're already seeing uh, leagues go to conference-only schedules A couple of the minor leagues have already canceled the 2020 college football season. Um, So, and, and there you're talking about, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds who are not fully developed. They're not professionals. They're not, um, shouldn't be in a position having to make these kind of calls themselves. That's why league commissioners are going to step up. Um, Whereas in football, they're professionals. They're, they're older. Um, You can trust them a little bit more. I think to, make decisions like this although as we've seen in the nfl a lot of guys are opting out and i think that number is going to grow i'm more i'm worried about football happening in the fall um i know the nfl is is hell-bent um to start even if it's without fans but um i'm a a little concerned about college football i'm also concerned about mlb getting through 60 games and then a playoffs the uh, i think texas today
6: as I saw earlier, has announced that they've ratcheted their plans back for fans in the seats mm. from 50,000 to 25,000 or 25 percent. I'm trying to find the story, but another one of the college programs, I believe it was the University of Texas, has announced they're not going to do as many fans as they had planned initially in the seats.
7: Yeah, the, the Miami Dolphins have uh, a contingency plan in place that would allow, uh, I think, 15,000 fans with social distancing and and all kind of protocols in place. So I, I think the idea that um, you know, t- less than two months from now we're gonna see full stadiums is is just absolute fallacy. It's not gonna happen.
5: It looks like uh looking Was at twenty-five percent attendance. Yeah, capacity. so from fifty, yeah. this
6: is University of Texas. Fifty right? to twenty five. Yeah, yes. I read it this morning yeah. I didn't now I didn't write it down as we were getting ready for the show. But the good news though, Greg, is that Hockey, and I know you're a big hockey fan. You got your Stanley Cup shirt <laughs> on now. Of course, no bigger hockey hotbed, hotbed than the Miami, Fort Miami, Dade area. Well, no, I'm thinking of Tampa Bay. Well, the Tampa, <laughs> well, the Tampa area. team. No, I'm is. joking because the Tampa Tampa Bay Rays just shut out the Florida Panther earlier today in one of the uh, exhibition games before they start for real this weekend.
7: Yeah, when you think Miami, you think hockey. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the the Panthers, um, the Cats do have a, a a hardcore fandom down here. They really do, and uh, a lot of people are excited about the restart of the season. and And I do think the NBA and hockey have a much better chance to to play it out, and, and MLS as well. Um, so, and and we have an expansion MLS team called Inter Miami. And imagine being an expansion team in 2020 and having to deal with all this. It's just been crazy. What percentage of those Panthers fans
5: are bitter and broken Rangers fans that have relocated <laughs> to South Florida? <laughs> uh,
7: probably a, a few. I mean, when when the Rangers or the Isles or uh, New Jersey is down here, you know, you, you get the transplants down here. Mm-hmm. But, but I think a lot of uh, the transplants have become... Panthers fans you know where they've got a good goalie in Bobrovsky they've got uh, Coach Q who's like one of the all-time winningest coaches so uh, I think they are doing things right but the Panthers always seem to be just one or two guys away you know they're they're competitive they've got a good young core but they just they always seem to be missing something I'll tell you one thing though the Tampa Bay
6: Lightning from their inception have always had, and obviously they had a lot of Philadelphia fans and Flyer fans and a lot of Flyer connections when they put that program together, Phil Esposito and so many people in the Tampa Bay area, and that's probably the most consistent of all the Southern teams in hockey. Carolina's done well, but the Lightning, man, they just, they're good almost every single year, it seems.
7: Yeah, and, and when you look at that market, um, you you can't say the same about the Buccaneers, although they have Brady now, and, and the, the, the Rays seem to be up and down. So there's... I think there's an opening for hockey there that there hasn't been for the Panthers in a real crowded Miami market. Uh, although naturally, Tom Brady coming to Tampa changes the whole dynamic there. Yeah, you, Cody. Yep. You never know what happens with this NBA with
5: these eight remaining games. The Sixers could end up playing the Heat in the opening round of the playoffs. I mean, yes, that, that would you know, that Do would you be have a great that all series. figured
6: out already, Greg? Do you have like Joel Embiid's? <laughs> Uh, minutes figured out, and whether Ben Simmons is going to be a dominant power forward, and how
7: the whole situation with the Heat and the Sixers is going to play out. Uh, I, I haven't looked that far ahead. I, <laughs> I know the um, I know the 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 Heat can fall no further than the sixth seed, and um, and and could still theoretically get to number two and catch Toronto, but that's almost mathematically impossible. So uh, we're probably looking at a three through six for miami although with with no home court advantage in the playoffs i'm not sure if seatings uh, weigh quite as much as they used to
6: i gotta say one thing watching the hockey in toronto i like the buildings where they did with the and the nba yeah i like the it fact
7: good. That they don't have to put cardboard
6: cutouts in the stands and we saw the hockey in toronto yesterday and today i like the way they've
7: done mm-hmm. it with the arenas yeah they've, they've done it right i mean I, I have to give adam silver credit uh and and hockey as well they uh the bubble idea works well for teams with smaller rosters, and um, I, I guarantee you Rob Manfred is, is second-guessing himself and wishing that they had tried harder after the, um, the Phoenix uh, possibility exploded on them to, to get it right with, with the bubble thing because it's the travel. It's the airplanes and hotels and airports. At, at that, that's close. where you at really increase the... The likelihood.
6: Don't, never downplay the importance of strip clubs and bars. <laughs> Come on, Greg.
7: <laughs> Haven't
6: you learned oh, I that? I never
7: do, believe me. Haven't <laughs> you learned that from Dan Levitard all these right. years? <laughs> I've learned it from, from covering a lot of guys between the ages of 18 and, and 29 for all these years. <laughs> and by the way, tell Levitard,
6: when the hell is he going to come on my show? I keep trying to get a hold of him. I, I, I email him. I, I hit him up on Twitter. Stu Gotts never gets back to me. What the <laughs> hell is going on with those guys down there, man?
7: Uh, you know what? I'm going to put in a good word for you because I've had both of them on my podcast already. And, and the, uh, the the downloads always go through the roof whenever they're on. So um, uh, I'm shamelessly... Um, um, tailoring my show to the Levitard audience with, uh, with good results. Now nah, Dan and
6: I go way back, and it's funny. The last time I saw him was we were at the Super Bowl, and he was doing a show. He wasn't there. It was in uh, Atlanta. He was down in Miami, and he didn't come to Atlanta, so he had Stu Gotts mm-hmm. and his people there on Radio Row, and I did a walk-by on his uh, live shot, and I stopped like I was a tourist. Like, like a photobomb f- kind yeah, of Yeah, but thing. it was like I was a dumb tourist looking like, what is going on here, you know? <laughs> and then he notices me, and he says, oh, Tony Bruno's in there. And then they were going to a break, so I couldn't talk to him. But that's the last time I talked to Dan Lebetard two years ago, and I said, I'll see you in Miami, and then I didn't see him at all when we were there earlier this year. So he's ducking me. You tell Dan Levitard he's not going to duck me. I'll come down there, and I'll bring the Marlins with me, and I'll bring all the Infecteds with me, <laughs> sort of like the walking dead. And we'll all go into his studio. We'll go to South Beach, and we will storm his studio and go in there and
7: pull him out. Well, he's he's got armed guards around that studio, you know, Dan. I mean, he spares no expense. <laughs> any
5: preview on what your next back in my day will be?
7: Oh, you know what? I'm I'm struggling to come up with an idea. Dan wants me to do one every week now on the show, and that's tough because I'm doing them, I've been doing them for like four years, and you run out of things to to complain about after a while. So, uh, <laughs> if you got any good ideas, uh, email them to me. Okay, we'll do. Greg Cody, or when he goes, as he was telling us before he come on, to a good French
6: restaurant. He refers to himself as Monsieur Coté, <laughs> s'il vous plaît. <laughs> Yes,
7: that's right.
6: <laughs> hey, Greg, we appreciate you coming on, man. Good stuff from Miami. Thanks so much, buddy. Any Anytime. Appreciate it. There he is. Let's at Greg run, Cody on Twitter, Twitter. Greg Cody. Yeah. C-O-T-E. Yes. Yes. Not Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen, Harry. Remember them?
5: I've heard of Commander Cody, but I... Uh,
6: Even Joe C was stunned with that one. Yeah. Commander Cody it's and has. It's another one where lost... I know the name, but I yeah. don't know
5: the music. It's exactly. I've heard of Commander Cody, but I've never heard the I music. I think
6: they did a song called Hot Rod Lincoln, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, is that. The, I know that I, song. Was that Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen? That sounds... That's. The, now, again, this is not planned. I don't know. This no. is just. Pulling stuff out of my bald head. Yeah. I don't even have hair to pull out anymore. Well, let me just uh, look Google. up Commander Hot Rod, no, I'm just
5: going to look Google Hot Rod Lincoln.
6: I think that not was Hot the Rod Hunley. No. no, not Hot Rod Hunley, one of the all-time great players and broadcasters of the association. Can we still call it the association and bring that back? Commander
5: Aaron? Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen are the is the artist
6: of what Hot, Hot Rod, Rod, Rod Lincoln. Let me give myself. Let me take a bow.
5: My pappy said, "Son, you're gonna drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving My that hot God rod Lincoln.
4: Lincoln." Oddly enough, I was, I was introduced to that song because Jim Varney, who was Ernest, did a version of that for the Beverly Hillbillies movie.
6: Wow. So that's where I first heard it. No. Was. I knew Commander Cody. Say when I said Cody. That's a, that may be the best Cody poll of all time. Yeah,
5: Buffalo Bill Cody, of, yeah, course, of course, right? You know, but I bet that might be more sports than he discusses in one week with Dan Lipperton. <laughs> yeah,
4: absolutely.
6: You know what I'm saying? And I was not expecting that. I mean, been, he's... I was trying to have fun with him. Yeah, no, yeah. but I'm Come saying on.
5: I don't mean that as a rip. No, no, no. who no. has
6: more fun on the radio than this show? Yeah, us. And then Greg comes on and we're breaking down serious sports crap. <laughs> I'm trying to talk strip clubs. I'm trying to talk about things that don't really matter. He seemed like he wanted to keep it on a straight and
5: narrow.
4: Yeah, I he did. You know, that, know what I mean? Man. Didn't you yeah. get that vibe? No, absolutely. Yeah. He was very serious. He wanted to get down to business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I dropped the ball to... Too, because um, I was reaching out to him to get him on, and his email, I'm not going to give out his email right. on the show, but it ends in AOL. He still oh, has he's AOL. He's an AOL guy. He's, a, no, that's the he's another AOL, AOL guy. Guess. So yes, I, I deserve a bump, bumpy get, bump. Did
6: we get his uh, dial-up? <laughs> okay, I think we're, Let's dial him back and see if it's working <laughs> well today because a lot of our guests are having Internet problems. Yeah. You know, our buddy John uh, John McMullen. John McMullen going after Comcast yesterday. Matt Miller. Matt Miller having Comcast issues.
5: Yeah.
6: Modem's still trading. Hold on, we got to find out the bit rate. Yeah, a bit rate. <laughs> oh, I like that. No- that's my favorite noise right there. When it goes that, you think you're going to connect. Though. Right. You just, when you think it's going to connect, they push you right back out again, <laughs> Harry. They push you right back out. Although I, up only a few years ago,
4: I still heard that sound because a lot of remote broadcast equipment Runs off the same technology, so you're you know it's phone line to phone you know, using a phone line for it. So it will confuse people at events. So I'd be listening to it to see (laughs) how
6: it sounded when it dialed. Well, we got mail and we've got open phone lines too. 215-462 Tony. 215-462-8669 is the number to call. And also the strapper line. That's the 24-7 line for you to get it off your chest whenever you wake up in the middle of the night, cold sweats, hot sweats, meat sweats. Whatever you have, you call that number and you leave a message. 856-818-4045. 856-818-4045. The Strapper Line, 24-7, yo. We're coming back. It's a what up Wednesday. You know what that means, Harry? What up? Jose Could from there Norristown? be a Jose sighting? Stick around and find out next.
3: The Tony
6: Bruno Show. Show. Our good friend Adam Schefter zooming with us, Harry. Adam, now what about the first couple of games of the regular season. I mean, with no preseason games, they're not even allowed to scrimmage with other teams. How ugly will the first couple of games of the regular season become? (laughs) I think
5: the brand of football that you're used to seeing will be a notch below what we've seen in other years. I think it usually opens the season that way, but what are you going to do? We all love the sport so much that it's, believe me, it's okay. But I think this year it could be the product even more diminished
2: than it's been in previous opening years. But again, what I would say to that is, that's the time we're living in and as long as we have the games they can play whatever diminished product they want i don't really care listen i just hope we have football for the season you know we'll be happy to see
5: a uh, diversion a form of entertainment on sundays and mondays and thursdays and by the way if there's no college football who knows maybe fridays and saturdays too
3: catch new episodes of the tony bruno show with harry mays weekday afternoon starting at 3 eastern on dan patrick radio channel 211 and the sirius xm app I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you
8: with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call
6: 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283.
2: Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. We've got Tony Bruno Show
6: gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your Beautiful and I Am Pissed Off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular If We're Gonna Die Let Us Die Drunk at least plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information.
0: When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset.
3: Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app.
1: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. And we return Harry Mays
6: to Broadcasting festivities. Before we get to Jose, we actually have baseball news it's an opt-in opt-out we've seen all the opt-outs harry but ladies and gentlemen we have breaking baseball news let's go to the world news tonight desk with your correspondent not harry Reisner, but with abc news here he is harry may
5: yes we have an opt-out opt-in tony this from david o'brien at d o'brien atl Covers the Braves for the Athletic. He tweets, breaking news. Nick Markakis is rejoining the Braves. Having he opted changed back in. his mind since opting out of the season just over three weeks ago. The veteran outfielder is being reinstated from the restricted list. A quote, uh, this is from Gabe Burns, says, I'm going against my previous decision. I'd like to come back in the pit of my stomach. I felt like I needed to be out there.
6: End quote.
1: Now, what was the reason he had given before for opting out? Does it state on there?
6: Uh, I do not well, see that. Well, a lot that. of guys, 14 major players opted out at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and then he's sitting at home, and somebody wrote this. This is funny. Braves young pitchers falling apart. Ozuna swaggering around the clubhouse unchallenged. Western civilization falling before our very eyes. And then, bam! <laughs> Nick Markakis kicks the door and wielding his trusty sidearm veteran in presence. Ready to secure our future in Atlanta, Harry? There you go. How about that? How about that? Well, <laughs> you know, you know,
5: he missed the Marlins.
6: Yes, he did. So I guess you know he's safe. He is safe. <laughs> he didn't get the Rona. Nick Markakis, baby. He is back and better than ever. How about that, Harry? So I didn't know you can opt back in no, once you out. No, I didn't either. It out.
5: Now maybe this
6: happens. I don't know with if football
5: the, with football too. You know. Who knows? My, my mic is off. You cannot do that you in can't? football. Yeah, I How do you into know? Did you
6: know you can opt back in in baseball? Listen,
4: man, I run a very serious journalism podcast called Extending the Play with John McMullen. Yeah, John but looked into Yeah, did you know this. the
5: baseball players could opt back in? No, I did I not. I didn't. No, I did yeah. not. Okay. I'm not going to lie about that. But
4: football, once you opt out, you're done.
1: Now, I just why? found the reason why he originally know. opted out. Nick... Markakis opted out originally because he said he was uneasy playing the season without fans and then was swayed by his telephone conversation with teammate Freddie Freeman, who, who got fingered, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't For the Freddy coronavirus. Well, and he actually had, fever. had symptoms. Yeah. yeah, he had fever yeah. and other symptoms. And he said at the time, just hearing him, the way he sounded on the phone, it was tough, Marquecas said. It was kind of eye-opening with everything going on, not just with baseball, but all over the world, makes you open your eyes. So that's how come he opted out originally.
6: And, of course, the best part is whenever story breaks is the memes, that the meme parade that follows. Oh, yeah. Nope, don't like that, of course, from the office. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this one, the Nick is at home for three weeks with his three kids while watching the Braves strike out 100 times <laughs> in five games? Nope, don't like that. <laughs> Joey Bonoco checks in says, and says, Rostine and McMullen are wah-wah regulars. I believe they meet and plan their podcast that they do. Is that at right? A in a Wawa parking lot. In a Wawa parking lot.
4: I've seen the podcast get recorded live in the Malibu as we're cruising <laughs> to the show oh, Is that See right? It was. It's it was like, impressive. Uh, He's like, like, like the Aton, you know, live from the altar. Exactly. Wherever, <laughs> right.
5: wherever you are, man, they're getting stuff done. <laughs> I actually put a virtual background behind me today to do no! the swing oh. oh. Well, I used a photo of uh, out of my club of three greens. It was a beautiful
1: shot. How
6: big was it? Was it enough to make it look like you were on the golf course? It just it just shows up up behind you on, on Zoom? your screen oh, so on it's Zoom. digitized. Oh, so it's awesome. We
1: could do any I need background. More digital
6: back- I mean, <laughs> we have all this is all real. The real that's real Tito's. That's not like a set. Right. But we should have backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You know, you know who did the best background pr- pr- performance ever on the show? Yes. The ombre the daily oh opening. yeah right. i mean he was going all over the place
5: he was and like just, a digital billboard yes. it kept changing everything yes. cycling seconds. through
1: and it right felt now, like we were the all in, in the, the, the,
6: clubhouse he on the mount rushmore of digital background <laughs> usage during a zoom session on the tony bruno <laughs> show with harry mays
4: and his line his outlines, the best see you later suckers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the best end of the interview yet
6: <laughs> well you know what it is right now harry it is what up wednesday and that means only one thing ladies and gentlemen let's go to the phones and bring in the man himself Jose, in Norristown. What up, yo?
9: What up, Bruno's? What up, Mays? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Rothstein's? What up, McAlpin's? What up, Casey? What up, Twitch Nation and Sirius XM 211 on a 98 degree, bolstering humidity.
6: Feel like 110 outside. Day? It's too hot to play baseball. What, what about couch Tim couch? Cakes, though? I told him you would give him a shot. What up, Tim Cakes? Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how he lowers the yeah. voice? Yeah. What, what up, Tim Gary Cakes? Hay? Tim Cakes, man. He's the guy promoting a T-shirt that they're selling now to Dodger fans. You right. know that one, Jose, after after the great Joe Kelly last night said something to, yeah, you know, to Carlos he... Correa. And you know what he said to him?
9: Uh, don't cry and take your strike out, yo.
6: No, that's no. not what he said. There was no yo in there. Bitch was the last word.
9: <laughs> Other than that, he told them that and he gave him the business and plunked him. He exactly. stuck him out. Exactly, exactly right, man. Welcome so. to Plunk Fest 2020 in Houston, folks.
5: Alright, were you taking in any hockey action yesterday afternoon? You know what we
9: had in Toronto yesterday? Exhibition. Hockey action, yo. <laughs> what up, Matt Murray? <laughs> What up, uh, Hornquist and Crosby's and Doc
6: uh, Johnson, the veteran defenseman. Not Doc Johnson, the man who used to sell uh, well, the, they, nice, uh, the, the toys. toys. Yes, yeah, yeah. I love Doc yeah. Johnson. You go into the store, they had they had the greatest selection ever. Harry exactly. Doc Johnson's Yes, I recommend it.
9: Who, and guess who's on deck for the start of round robin? Who
6: The Bruins.
9: Uh, what up, Tuca?
6: Yeah, to
5: Rast. This weekend.
9: Yes, indeed. And what up, Marshawn and Pasternak and
5: uh... Pasternak. yeah, Pasta, there's a nickname. Exactly
6: right. Saying. What up, Magic City? But I got to give it up. The Flyers look good. Yeah, You know, for the first game, that's the one thing about hockey players. They go to camp for a couple of days. They skate around, mm-hmm. and then they play a game. And for the first game in a long time, that was pretty crisp. It was. I mean, it was good passing, good hitting. I mean, it was like a real hockey game. Yeah.
7: And Carter hard
6: looked good in two periods. Exactly right. And then, of course, they go to the three on three overtime, and there's nothing better. What
9: up, Lots?
6: Yeah, yes. from Connectney, right? Scotty Lawton, or as they call him, Lots. 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 Beautiful. Give him a Lots. i dog. Lutz,
9: yo. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Bruins. Then we got Ovechkins and Lightning. To follow up the
6: end of round robin,
5: I tell you, Tony was so into that game yesterday, watching it after the show
6: ended. You would have thought it was a Stanley mm-hmm. Cup. I game. was, I was. When, it go, when you go overtime and you got two on ones and breakaways and, and guys aren't on screen, yeah, That's well, the hard. three on three, but there's a lot of two on one breaks. You know, if a guy falls, one of the flyer guys fell right. down, I'm like, this is over because then the Penguins come down two-on-one and you think they're not going to miss. And then there was some great defensive plays yesterday. It I mean, great. you
5: were similar to Couch Guy on like a preseason football game needing the over in the fourth quarter. I had no yes.
6: bet on this. I, I like watching exciting hockey. I thought the Pens were going to win it on two-on-one. It was end-to-end oh, action. Uh,
9: we got a Phillies update while you were guys doing the interview.
6: We got a Phillies update? Dateline. Yep. what
9: up? All park... We're playing food this weekend versus the Blue
6: Jays. That's not breaking news, Jose. We had that at the beginning of the show, man. I wasn't in tuned in. I was. What were you in listening to? Wh- what the hell were you listening
9: to? This guy? I was listening uh, to you guys uh, uh, on Twitch uh, with uh, the guy from the
7: Marlins. us, uh, not a helter skelter. What was the? Uh, it was helter, uh, not a helter skelter.
6: See, that guy didn't even know what movie <laughs> it was. He was helter that. skelter or something? How'd you get that? <laughs> I'm a nitwit. <laughs> I don't know. That stuff just turns up in my machine every once in a while, Harry. People just send you this stuff. That's exactly right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
9: (laughs) In any case, welcome to... Sorry, guys, but I'm not playing this season because of COVID.
6: Are you opting out, Jose, of this segment already?
9: (laughs) Uh, I'll have to say no because I'll be... I'll be disrespecting the viewers. I'll be disrespecting sponsors. I'll be disrespecting Bruno's. I'll be disrespecting Mays and Miss Robbins and everybody in the entire country.
5: Wow. Well, tomorrow night...
3: Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. (laughs) You want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no game.
5: Damn right. Okay, Kawanda.
6: Tomorrow night, LeBron against Kawhi. Who you got? Lakers. Wow, he's a Laker fan. You're just like couch guy, man. You're just a front runner. Yeah. Kind of
5: front runners. He'll, he'll I'm a come, hard. He'll come in with a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar shirt tomorrow, guaranteed.
6: Yeah, I know he, who you are. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yo. <laughs> <laughs> now that's great airplane knowledge. And of course, he was the co-pilot. What was his name? Murdoch. Mur- yeah, that's right. Roger Murdoch. Roger Murdoch. What a drop in won't there, you, by Jose. What you tell
9: your man to drag late, uh, Lemire and. Forty-eight minutes every night, yo.
6: Exactly. That may have been the greatest acting performance by an NBA player ever. Yeah. The great. Until great. LeBron started flopping. Well, yeah. Yeah. But yeah mm-hmm. LeBron can't act.
5: It's up there yeah. with Shazam. Whoa. Oh, no, but I'm sorry. Kareem
6: Abdul-Jabbar in the airplane movie as the pilot was epic.
5: And those those porkchop sideburns, were just phenomenal.
6: Phenomenal stuff. And the in the flat in the flat top haircut. Yeah. Exactly. Good stuff, Jose. Uh, no problem, boys. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. He started off shaky, Harry. Yeah.
5: You know, Tony, I didn't even get a what up there in the beginning.
6: I know. So I'm still yeah. a, little How about a little a what irritated. up couch guy? Yeah. What up? What up? Couch guy. Miss Wobbins guy? was a little
5: down on Jose. What up couch guy. What did what, what, you think of that segment?
1: I thought he did. He brought it back up again today.
5: Yeah, he raised his level.
1: Yes, he did. I was a little worried.
5: Well, we're getting close. I mean, there's actual sports going on now. True, true. He just survived 16 weeks of nothing. But
1: with Jose, he's used to watching stuff from 20 years ago. No, now he can watch
6: fresh action. It's all about that fresh action, (laughs) boss. So stick around. Coming up in the next hour, we'll talk some... Linda Cohn, the commissioner. the NHL coming up later we'll take some calls in the next hour you call we talk